0: You're listening to PCI's Oral History Project. Welcome to today's episode of PCI's Oral History Project, titled That's My Heritage. I'm Caitlin. A big part of who each of us are comes from our heritage. The traditions we grow up with, the culture that surrounds us, and the people who inspire us are the seeds from which we all grow. We set roots. We grow old, and we share our experiences with others so that we can all grow together and continue the traditions. PCI's Oral History Project aims to capture and preserve as many of these stories as possible. We've collected over a million stories so far, and our collection is growing every single day. In honor of National Native American Heritage Month, we have a story today from Roy, who's a member of the Pioneers. Pioneers is a volunteer organization that works to better local communities. Roy has a few family stories for us about his great uncle. These stories, while moving and informative, may contain some graphic imagery that may not be suitable for all audiences.
1: Well, I'm a muscular Apache Indian, and that uh, came, uh, my heritage came from him. After uh, when, he was, when he was young, Uh, very young and had a family, started a family, uh, it was mid 1800s and the, uh, the men in the village went to trade to a nearby town village, which they used to do, uh, the, the men only, and, uh, the, uh, Mexican troops raided and killed most of the villager, uh, the Apache uh, the Apaches at the, uh, the camp and uh, they killed his uh, wife and two, two children and he did a lot of meditating over a couple of months alone and then he, uh, he started uh, going against the uh, Mexican troops alone, started gaining other Apaches who had lost family and they were doing that and soon uh, the Mexican troops found out who he was and they gave him a name. They called him uh, Jerome and and in the Spanish that name is called Geronimo. He went to the uh, Chiricahua Apaches after that And he joined the Chiricahua Band and later on married the Chief Cochise's daughter. And he started a family there with them. And uh, when they came across the borders, when they were making it across the American border in America, the U.S., of course, they were raiding for their needs and so forth. He went up against the... uh, Cavalry, and they somewhat did somewhat the same thing. When the men were gone on a hunting expedition, they did the same, ending up killing his sister, his wife, and his two children. He vowed and knew with he was very spiritual. He was never a chief, the way Hollywood depicts him and pictures of him and chief Geronimo he was never a chief he was a shaman he was a holy man Cochise's son Naichi the whites called him Natchez he was the second son of Cochise he felt the same as as Geronimo did and so he was with him with the Apache renegades but it was Geronimo who led them but uh, Natchez or Naichi was never, you know, took the lead as the chief of those renegades. But, and he, and he swore that there is never going to be a bullet that can kill him. And that's true. He was, he was shot at at close range. He was in a mist. He was shot several times and uh, hit with a, a knife and a saber, but he never was killed by that, all of that. And when he surrendered, he was never captured. He surrendered. He had 24 braves with him, only 24. And the rest were women and children. And after, uh, after uh, he, he went away, they ended up in Oklahoma. When things settled down on the reservation over there in Oklahoma, when the 1900s came along and so forth, and the old automobiles and whatever, he he learned he learned to drive one that that belonged to the agent there on the reservation. He taught him how to drive that. So he'd let him take it around the reservation once in a while. You, and then one day, him. And Naichi took off, and they didn't come back for a long time. And the word went out, Geronimo is loose. The newspapers just they built it up and scared the southwest that Geronimo's heading back there. He's out on a rampage. He's going to murder everybody and so forth. He had the whole country freaked out. And you know and you know what happened? What really happened? They made their way back one day after several days. They got lost on a horse. He could go anywhere. But on one of those damn things, concentrate on those those old things and how to drive or whatever. He got lost. That's all it was. He was lost. And he was still in, in the territory, the Oklahoma territory. So he freaked, they freaked out the country. And when the, uh, when Teddy Roosevelt was president in the early 1900s, they had their World's Fair in New York, I guess, or uh, Washington, I can't remember which. <clears throat> they wanted him to ride in the parade. And they put on this, put a, this stupid feathered headdress on him, of which, of which the Apaches never wore headdresses like the Cheyenne and the Lakota, you know, the long feathered headdresses. They never wore that. And then they stuck this stupid looking small headdress on top of his head and made him ride around with that. But he said, if I go, he started to become an entrepreneur. He said, before I go, you will pay me for this. And they did. And all all of these places he went to 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 show up at that they wanted him to show up at to show him off and so forth. He told him, you will pay me for this, and they did. And what he did is he, he had this particular vest that he'd made, Apache style and so forth. And he had a big bag of buttons and people would want a souvenir from him. So he would charge them for a button and they paid him for his buttons. At the end of the day, he'd go back in the tent. sew on more buttons, and sell more buttons. Every time he went to these things, things he was an entrepreneur. <laughs> so when, when the, uh, world's fair or state fair, or whatever came about, uh, he met with Teddy Roosevelt. And at that time he asked Teddy Roosevelt. When can I go home? Can I go home back to my Arizona territory?" And Roosevelt said, no, because the white people in the Southwest were still that fearful of him, that afraid of him. And so was Roosevelt. He thought he was gonna go back rampaging again. All he wanted to do was go home and die there so, you know how I, died? I ended up dying later on? He went, he, yeah, he went out and got drunk. He came home. He was coming on his own one, one way back. And uh, he was drunk, he fell off the horse and landed in a small, small pool of water. And the next morning he ended up with pneumonia and he died from that. And yet no enemy was ever able to kill him, and and he had premonitions left and right all the time, and that has extended down into my family, through my grandfather, through my father, through me. When I was in several wars, I see things then went down into my younger sister, seven years younger than me, she had, and she, she didn't know what was happening, why she was thinking these bad things. And then when they'd happen, she felt worse. So I, I, when she told me one time, I explained to her the history of all of that. My grandmother had it too, I don't know what it was, but I'm waiting for that to pop up in some of my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Uh so uh, that's, uh, that's my heritage.
0: Roy's heritage had a major impact on his life. He used his cultural knowledge to his advantage during his time in the military, and he created lasting bonds with others who shared similar backgrounds. Roy enlisted in the Army in 1966 and served for 36 years. He had a total of six wars under his belt just like his great uncle no bullet ever killed him. PCI's Oral History Project is the only program in the world that collects and preserves stories just like Roy's. There are millions of untold stories lying dormant in the hearts and minds of people just like you and our hope is to have a conversation with you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Oral History Project. This podcast was brought to you by Publishing Concepts LP, all rights reserved. If you'd like to collect stories for your organization, contact us at publishingconcepts.com. We'd love to hear your stories.